This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. What's the buzz? What's the buzz? What's the latest? What's the down low? I was listening to radio on the way in. won't say where I was listening to radio. I, I was supposed to go like this. Hey, how you doing this morning? Wake up with... Ta baby. <laughs> people love to. You've got a microphone that's supposed to be nine inches from your face, not right here. And then you're screaming too. What? Did that start in like the 1950s with like rock and roll radio? Do you think that's where it started? No, I wasn't there. No, you wouldn't want to research any history though, or g- gain any knowledge. Oh, I'm of sorry. Anything. You want me to you do know. like in-depth history of why people are bad at their jobs? No, I just if you got into radio, you'd think you'd research it a little bit. Feels like less than nine inches for me. Oh, well, it would be for you, yes. Yeah. Um, oh God, I, you know, I was going to do it, but I didn't. I, 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 yeah, that I, joke yeah. was very set up. It yeah, was right there, wasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> Both of us just say, yeah, 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 don't yeah, worry yeah. about yeah. it. Uh, what did you do this weekend? Had a great weekend, as a matter of fact. But I think I want to start with you guys. So, Rudy, how'd it go? Yeah, tell us everything. With Adam. Yeah, it was great. Oh, what a weekend. Started out Boise, Idaho, doing the Egyptian Theater. What a cool venue. It's all hieroglyphics on the wall and just, like, the architecture. I mean, the place was built in, like, 1927, I think. Oh, my God. Uh, I think it was probably the biggest crowd I've ever done not been in front of, but done stand-up in front of. Because right, I think it was close right. to 1,000 was in that, that auditorium. Oh, that's nice. And it was great. Ah, it was so much fun. Boise's awesome. The people afterwards, we were out selling merch, and the guys, like, a group of guys came up. They're like, you going out for beers? I'm like, I am now. So I <laughs> uh, ended up uh, downtown Boise for a couple of hours, and they kind of showed me the places and all the hot spots. And Boise's a fun town. I guess I would have just never thought anything about Boise, Idaho. What time did you get back to your hotel room? Uh, I'm not really a stay-out-late kind of guy, so it was probably like 11.30, 12 was probably the latest. All right. You know, but then had to be on a flight the next morning to Portland. Uh, I think my flight was at 9 a.m., so I was to the airport by 7.30, and then, out, worst hotel I've ever stayed at. You guys, <gasps> you guys would have lost your mind. So I walk into the hotel, and I take my bag, and I throw it on the bed. And when it hits the bed, the headboard fell off the wall. Perfect. <sighs> so I take pictures of it to make sure I don't get charged. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was – the place sucked, but whatever. It was right across the street from the airport. It cost me $70. I woke up the next morning, and the lady's $70. like – The lady's like, well – a long story short as to why I had to get this hotel room, but the lady's like, you know, we do have like a continental breakfast. And I looked at it and was like, no, thanks. Uh, I don't know how long that fruit's been sitting there. Right. So I walked across the highway to the Best Western and I walked in like I own the place and I had a bespoke omelet and some waffles for free at the how Best we, Western. How, because of you, we went from talking about the show to talking about who had breakfast. I'm, I'm get out of the way. I'm enthralled. Yeah. So, I'm enthralled. So let that be a travel hack to everybody. If you get a hotel room and your hotel does not have a continental breakfast, just find a Best Western or any hotel that's close to it that does. Walk in like you're staying there and they won't know the difference. Yeah. So, so you went and stole food from someone. I did, because I was not going to... What it was, a class joint this is turning into. Well, there was no, like, Denny's open. There was yeah. no, no McDonald's close no. to me. I had no vehicle, and I had all my luggage. So yeah. I'm like, well, this is... I'm going to have to. The good Lord will forgive me, okay? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then ended up in Portland the next day. What happened to the noon check-in? Or at least a 1 p.m. check-in, or even a 3 p.m. check-in? Why? What time did you check in at? 4 o'clock. Dang, is hotels always like that? No, because that time when you used to have to check out at noon, and then usually it was like one or two. 
And then it became three. And then all of a sudden they start pushing back the time when you have to check out. My checkout time at the hotel was supposed to be 9 a.m. And they don't let you check in until four. Wow. So I ended up just sitting at a bar, like, across the street from my hotel for six hours <gasps> while I waited for my – and I said, well, just kind of get an early check-in. Nah. <laughs> Wouldn't let me – so the, the only saving grace is that they let you drop off your, you know, your, your luggage. luggage. Yeah. Okay. So Portland's fun, though. Oh, it was a blast. The shows were great. Four shows. Helium Comedy Club. Adam was on fire. His crowds are always so much fun to hang out with. Um, you Did know. you hang out with Adam? Yeah. We went and saw Oppenheimer together. A little movie date on the afternoon, which, by the way, uh, sucked. That, what? Yeah, that movie three is three hours long. That movie is not good. I was Ugh. falling asleep. I was like, and at the end of it, I was like, "Am I the only one?" And then, you know, Corolla, when we walked out, he goes, "Wow, that was a waste of time." And I said, "Yeah." And then his manager, Mike August, goes, "Oh man, he's like the last forty-five minutes, I just slept. It was awful. I I, I couldn't believe all the hype." When they have the big explosions and yeah. stuff, it sounds amazing because you're in the IMAX and it's mm-hmm. huge. But I don't know. That movie just lacked. It sucked. Wow, I haven't heard it sucked. I've heard people say it felt like three hours, which I either like is a nice way of saying it sucked. Yeah, it was three hours. Yeah, I know, but oh, I'm yeah. saying like people say, oh, it felt like three hours. You know how like yeah, when you go see a three-hour movie, like I saw The Batman in theaters, and I thought this felt this was did not feel like three hours. No, but if you say it felt like three hours, like. Ooh, yeah. Zooey mama. Yeah. And although Zooey mama. <laughs> Boy, you're having a hell of a day so far. Zooey yeah. mama. Yeah, it's the same. What's wrong with you? Uh, have you guys ever just had stuff come out of your just like this moment now where you have stuff come out of your mouth and you're like, that was dumb. I shouldn't have said that. Zooey uh, mama? Zo- That's from um um, <laughs> I almost spit that out. I almost spit that it's all from, over. It's uh, from Diary. I can't even get that out. Yeah. It's from Boy, Diary. Are you chatty to- what? What did you say? What you saying? Oh my God, <laughs> Thomas Bernard. Uh, it's from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, what's that? Called. Never saw it. Uh, it's these books that you. Oh, the little books. I know the yeah, little yeah, books. Yeah. Oh, he it's, says Zooey Mama. Yeah, he says Zooey Mama. He made this cartoon. It was like this big thing, and then his big tagline was Zooey Mama. And then we went to the musical, and so now me and Justin say Zooey Mama all the time. Yeah. We um, <laughs> let's see. I was gonna make a comment. Never mind. <laughs> Well, well, the reason why I ask about letting things come out of your mouth where you're like, God, that was dumb. Why did I say that? So we're standing in line at the movie theater mm-hmm. taking four damn ever. Like, what's up with people? Who, do, do people not care? Do they have no sense of urgency for people that are trying to watch, uh, have somewhere to go? Our movie started at 1130. I got in line at 1110. I got out of line. It was 1144. That's how long I stood in line to get a couple of beers and a popcorn. Yeah. I'm like, nobody even cared. At some point, we stood in line so long that Corolla finally just said, hey, do you mind if I just go get my seat? And I was like, yeah, just go for it. I, what do you want? He goes, can you get me a, an IPA just out of the can? And then uh, just grab me a, an extra cup. And I don't know why I said this, but I just went, uh, oh, to, to drink out of? <laughs> he goes, yes, by definition of cup. I mean, for the I was like, well, I didn't know if you wanted a measuring cup. You, <laughs> you need to be more specific about these things. I hate when that happens. Yeah, and then he walked away. I was like, that was the dumbest thing I think I've ever uttered in my life. But the this fact that we waited over forty minutes to get a beer, and I don't know if it's just customer service all over the place, but it's awful these days. Ugh. Well, whose generation is that? Huh? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, at the Barbie movie, it was the same way. It took forever to get. I yeah. think they just don't have enough people working. Was that three hours, too? No, I'm saying the Barbie movie to get. No, but uh, I'm asking no, you No, no, no. It was like. Hour 57 was yeah, the tops. Was like yeah, two, oh, two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I have nothing to go see because I have no interest in Oppenheimer nor Barbie. Um, so there's nothing to see. No, I don't think you're... I think you're right. I don't know when some new movies come out. Mission Impossible, that's not your jam, huh? No, yeah. I've seen 80 of those already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no interest in that no. at all. What is it, number 10 or something? I don't know. I don't. It's not doing as well as it thought it was for sure. And the Fast and Furious 10. No. And the, it's like, Jesus, could you make a movie? That'd be good. Just, yeah, just an original plot. Mm -hmm. Or not even original plot, just like an original idea. I'm sure all plots are recycled, but. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I, I would like to go to a I love going to movies. You know, it's fun. I would love to do it, but there's just nothing to see. What did you guys do this weekend? We spent a lot of time with the family. Went to the Watertown Parade, which the kids... Uh, these people come down to the fire department and the police department and this and that. Former co-worker apparently has some corn or apple or some bullshit going on. They went by, but I didn't see them. I didn't make eye contact or anything. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a joy to watch little kids have so much fun. My five-year-old grandson, Sage, literally said at the top of his lungs, I just can't believe they worked this hard to make our day so special. <laughs> it's like, what? Sage, calm down. Sage, Mouthful of Tootsie Rolls. I know. Oh, yeah. Sage is like something out of like a Hallmark movie. Like he always is saying these things. We were like, what is going on with you? He does. He, he does. Like, but it, it was a great, we go every year because Andy lives out in that area. Yeah. So we go to that every year. It was really nice. Everybody was very, very pleasant. You know, they salute the military and the police departments and the fire departments. And then they uh, there are about 55,000 queens out that way. Yep. Because every town has their own queen. With their wave. Oh, like a butter queen or yeah. a cow queen I or guess, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Waterton royalty. Yeah. But yeah, Waterton royalty. Mm -hmm. Watertown, not Waterton, Watertown. Watertown royalty. Got to get it right. No Sorry. tons. Sorry. Oh, you know, I just I want to get it right because these people are so nice. Yeah, I love that. Got a lot of listeners out there, too. A lot of them. That's so fun, though. It is. It was a ball. It, I had a wonderful time. You get tired. I made a huge mistake, though, because that was Saturday. And I woke up Saturday morning, uh, uh, even earlier. The sun was already up, but, you know, so I guess it wasn't that early. But uh, I decided to go for a walk, mm -hmm. and it was so nice out. We have all these wood bridges that go over the marshes, and it's this really beautiful area to go walking. And yeah. It's very, very peaceful. So I get back home and I look down and I realized I walked exactly a 10K, 6.2 miles. Holy wow. cripes. So then we get out there and guess what we're doing out there? We're walking another five miles. So I walked 11 miles on Saturday. My ankles were like, F you, Tom. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. But it was, it was a magnificent weekend, made a bunch of really, really nice people. The kids were just ecstatic about it. I literally called Andy and Alex and said, you know, I got to tell you, thanks for inviting us. That was so much fun to watch those kids be... That joyful. Yeah. For, for, for street candy. Isn't mm -hmm. that funny when you what, start thinking what you, about what? it? Like, we were at the um, Webster Parade for 4th of July, and the excitement kids get to pick oh, up yeah. yep. Tootsie suckers. Rolls off the yeah, ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a 100-degree day. You're like, this is hilarious. I yeah. love it. Well, Sage closed it out with, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> like, really? Okay, calm down, yeah, Sage. Yeah, calm down, Sagey. But then at the very end, Sage and Fawn had to come over to me, and they handed me this black bag. And I said, what's this? She goes, well, we got some for you, too. Because they know we, I like caramels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About two pounds of caramels in this sure. bag. I'm not kidding you. It was literally heavy. 
That's sweet. But they couldn't pick up all the candy. There was so much candy tossed oh, yeah. onto the street, they couldn't pick it all up. Living like kings. Oh, yeah. God, they yeah. were just happy. They were ecstatic. Everybody was in a great mood. The, the woman next to us, we were laughing back and forth about this, that, and the other thing. It was just a real joy. Not one prick in the bunch. It was very unusual at this point. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping someday maybe we can wise up and get back to the day where you're actually happy for someone instead of wanting to destroy them. Wouldn't that yeah. be nice? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's really sweet. It was. It was a great weekend. A lot of our listeners like that. Good people. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, right. Walking through the airport yesterday, I just landed. I was on my way to baggage claim, and a guy walked by. And usually when a guy, like, gives me the point, it's usually because of a hat that I'm wearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, you got the Expos hat, or you got a Brewer's hat, or a Bucks hat, or whatever. And this guy just kind of comes over from out of nowhere, and he's pointing at me, and I point at my hat, and he goes, hey, listen to the show every day. Love That's your show. Right. You guys wow. are great. Thank you so much. So thank you to Eric for stopping me in the airport and having That's a conversation. Guy was great. Really, yeah. That's course, really course, cool. It was Ray Eric, but you know. It was Ray Eric. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. that's that is nice. Yeah, it? yeah. For people to go out of their way to say, "Hey, thank you. I, I listen to the show and I really loved it." That's very nice of people to do that. That's very sweet. It is. I think it's just terrific. And then you know, I pretty much avoided watching the news all weekend. Yeah. I watched some local news, but I literally—it's another one of those deals. Like I said on the way in, listen to some you know popping around on the radio. And people like to talk really loud uh -huh. on television. It's like I've got to tell you the joy that we experience. Calm down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is everybody so jacked up now? Do they think that's entertaining? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're really confused with what with what works right now. Yeah, I think so. I think you're probably. I don't. I don't know why that is, but I just calm down, everybody. Everything will we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We had a we had dual weekends. We had a. Ooh. We went up north to Justin's parents' house, and they're selling the farm, and they're moving to in the city to Bemidji. It's just been too much lately. And it was like really weird because I never had like a house growing up. Like we moved so much. And I kept like checking in on Justin being like, are you okay with this? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course the emotions come later. But God, is it, it's just, it's like everyone's very happy to move into the new house. That's great. But there's just, it's just hard. Yeah. It's, yeah. The first house that my daughter was, you know, my daughter was born. We lived in an apartment in Edina uh -huh. and then. She was four months old. We bought our house. So that was the only house my daughter knew until the age of, like, seven. Oh. So she was totally fine until that last moment when we walked out. And then she starts crying. And her and I just sat in the living room together and just hugged it out. And yeah. she bawled. By the time we got to our third house, she's just like, whatever, I don't care. Like, See. has no sentimental value towards the third house at yeah. all. She's like, whatever, sell this place, keep it, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. We do have to take a break here, ladies and gentlemen. We've got 7.15 already. Mm -hmm. really I should oh, probably do a little what? what? I said holy buckets. Uh, here's the deal. Mostly sunny and warmer today. Still high, uh, still not humid, excuse me. It's good to hear. High of 86. Tonight, clear and warm, low 69. Then tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny. Warm and a bit more humid, but a high of 88. Should be very, very pleasant. It looks like it's pretty pleasant all week long. You know, maybe a thunderstorm on Wednesday popping up, but doesn't look like it's that big a deal. It looks like a really nice week. So, yeah, 86 and sunny later on today. It's sunny and 59 right now. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. 
Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to his uh, the special anniversary offer on MyPillows, You'll also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in my pillow history. Go to mypillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his pillow, my pillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls text, listen to music or podcast, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is 720. Nope, it's still there. Got it. Somewhere in there. Oh, you got Was it you? No, it's on StreamYard. I, can a, just, I have access to it. You're a disaster. I did it. I love ruining the show. <laughs> disaster, I say. Because I can help. Wait a minute. Let me say like a radio person. 
It's a disaster, I say. I say. It was when I talked <laughs> like this this morning, and I don't know who it was, but he talks through his teeth. I don't know if he's angry. He might be angry, though, this morning. That could be what it is. Maybe he's getting braces. Maybe. It's true. Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant bringing you Sanny. I blame him. <laughs> for everything or just the uh, your miserable twins? No, just for having you on the show. Oh, all right. Well, you know. Probably Bob. Bob, you're right. I'm trying to avoid the subject because the Minnesota Twins were slaughtered by a horrible baseball team. Uh, Tim, uh, Tom, do you know want to know the last time? You can call that's me like Tim if twins. you want. That's all right. Well, that's like the Twins. They, so uh, they couldn't do anything right. I can't even get your name right. Yeah, the, typical. The Royals had not swept a team since last September. <laughs> I know. Have not won three <laughs> games in a row all year. By the way, the team they swept last September, the Minnesota Twins. I know. It's just unbelievable. Uh, uh, Bob, I'm convinced. Clinging. Go ahead. Convinced of what? That this team sucks. I'm sorry. This, I keep holding out hope that they're going to be good. They, they go on little streaks. But to be swept by one of the worst teams, probably the worst team in baseball. Can you think of somebody worse than Kansas Oakland. City? Well, Oakland's worse because well, that's true, they, yeah. they were only a couple of games you know, away in terms of uh, winning percentage. Right. Now they're on a surge. They've won three in a row. I mean, I, I watched. I didn't watch the first two games because I was you know, out with family and all that stuff, and I watched the final few innings of the game yesterday. That team looks horrible. What well, they happened? Must have to run. They got to run. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh boy. Well, it's the same thing. Probably the, the, the hitting lets them down, or yeah. the middle relief lets them down, or the starting pitch. There's not a spot you can say like the trade deadlines tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Throw a dart at anything you you need, and you, you you know you you do need something or everywhere. Is it maybe it's not even worth doing anything at the trade if it costs right, you something? Right. Bob, let me how ask good you, can they be in the postseason? Let me ask you a question, Bob. Did this all start because they let a rise go? Well, I mean, at the time, Tom, I don't know anyone who said everyone thought it was an aberration what he did that he was not going to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, hit his and hit better than he was hitting. Yes. They needed a starting pitcher. <laughs> you know, so I I, yeah. I don't think you could really say in retrospect. Yes, it was a horrible move, but it's all retrospective. It is, and I look, Bob, as we know, and I think most people listening know that I'm a huge Twins fan, so when they do something like get swept by the second-worst team in baseball, I'm going to be a little pissed off about it because there's no excuse for it, none. Absolutely absolutely no excuse. You should have gone into Kansas City and just trounced that team. Yep, should have. And keep your whatever little surge you had going because you, you were was it more than a week now. They were on a move after the All-Star break, and then yep. – they, they lost back-to-back. Then they wind up going uh, to this crap hole and lose. Bob, let me ask you a question. Wasn't it about this time last year? I think it was August last year when they totally caved in, too, wasn't it? No, you, when they went to September, they had a lead. Oh, they still September, like a, okay. Still mm-hmm. like a seven-game lead, and then they yeah. caved. And there you go. Remember, you may recall they got swept in Kansas City last September. <laughs> <laughs> they just did it a month and early. Yeah, you know, what's interesting so, about that, Bob, is that I thought it was August because I remember them having a seven-game lead, and I said, they couldn't have lost a seven-game lead in just one month, but they did. Oh, oh they did. They, they did. But, but the good thing for them, many people had already checked out on them, so they don't just remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, they had the new new coach with the Vikings, and there was excitement about uh, what could uh, 
you know, what could they do with the offense? And they got a new defense, and everyone was excited. Justin Jefferson coming off a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year now, I mean, for the Vikings, they've got Daniil Hunter locked up. I thought they gave him one hell of a deal for him. It is a one-year deal, and they could not hit him with the any franchise tag or any type of tag and to keep him $17 million guaranteed incentive that, that can get him to $20 million. That's a hell of a deal for a guy who's been hurt a lot. And what team's he on? Your Minnesota Vikings, of uh, course. Well, you kind of knew that was going to, you know, Bob. I, I think a lot of people did think it was going to be a one-year deal because he he was kind of a pain in the ass about this deal, wasn't he? Yes. Oh God, he was going to hold in. Right. If you hold out, you don't. You get fined. Right. The big bucks. So they got it done. But then, uh, for people who were worried about, well, what about Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson, they his money will absolutely be guaranteed. So. He's not. Right. It's not like he's up this year. They can still do that deal, and I believe the cap money, everything hitting against the cap, will come in future years. Because if the money's guaranteed, who cares when it shows up? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's a very good point, Bob. You know, it's one of the situations that just being a Minnesota sports fan. You know, one thing. Let me point this out. Yes, we are in in a form of broadcasting, podcasting, and yes, most people in radio and podcasting are a massive pain in the ass. But at least we're not a big pain in the ass as a professional athlete. Right? Well, Tom, I got to say one guy, my heart has to go out to him. Jordan Addison, we've learned, the State Patrol released a report that he was rushing home at 140 miles an hour in his brand new Lamborghini Ursus with the dealer plate still on, which tells you he got it that day because he had a dog emergency. Of course he did. Mm. Buck 40. Yeah. What was a dog emergency, go. Bob? Do you know what it was? Uh, it, it didn't go into that, but he had to get home to his dog. So did the dog dial him, or was there someone at home who couldn't handle it while he sped home maybe at 80 or 90? Right. Yeah. But in, in this Lamborghini, I've never been in one. Did you say you've tried one out or have been in anything like that? Well, I've been in cars like that, but I never – it's not that I was going to buy one. i just been – well, I have a couple of friends that have – those cars. One has a McLaren. Aren't those cars like $2 million or something? They're even faster. They're even faster, not, yeah. Not the clunky SUV that goes <laughs> 140. But what I'm wondering about with the, you know, is 140 in a Lamborghini like you or I hitting 70 in a normal vehicle? I will tell you something, Bob, and I'm very serious about this. That new Mustang that I have, yeah, it's all electric, and it's, I don't know what they did or whatever, but you think you're going like 40 and you're doing 70. You cannot tell you're going that fast. It's weird. It's just that Do you smooth. tell five it's minutes into smooth. it when you've run out of a charge? No, it, uh, mine goes 300 miles on a charge. So what do you do? Okay, do you, can you plan a long trip? You go, let's say, hey, I got go yeah, to go. Uh, yeah. Well, I was in Missouri, 500 and something miles. What do you do about a trip like that? Do you bring a battery pack to plug in or you can. do you have to find a charging station? And how, I mean, you must, when you do your GPS, you must have to hit charging stations to find out where they are, right? Well, Target stores all have them now, I think. Well, not all maybe, but most Target oh, stores have yeah, charging Oh, yeah, that's right. So, what, okay, okay, but what do you do? How long do you need, uh, it, let's say you go 290 because you don't want to go right to the end. Right. How long will it take to get you back the 290 back. Oh, that would take quite some time, but you could get a Hours? decent charge overnight. Oh, it's not like an hour or two. Oh, no. no. Well, I, I, you know, I shouldn't say that because I, I, I always plug mine in overnight, so I really don't know how long it takes, so I, I really shouldn't speak to that. And it's brilliant on the part of Target because yeah, it is. people will, will shop 
while they're getting their uh, you know their charge going, you know they're going to go in and get some things. Yeah, most people I know because like the the setup's pretty cool, Bob. They have it on like the GPS where it'll automatically put you towards. It will. Yeah, it'll say, "Hey, here are the four that you should go to if you're on this path right, and whatever." Right. They like really set up the game plan for you, and then I don't know many people that have to wait more than. 30, 40 minutes um, to charge to get to the next uh, thing. So the smart thing would be uh, if you have to, you know, if you have to, you drink a lot of liquids, so you have to pee a lot, you pull over, you charge, you go get inside, get something, you'll at least get like a quick charge to yeah. get you a little bit more miles. Yeah. It's like, now do they have chargers? Like uh, I've got one cell phone charger that the thing charges in no time. It's super fast. Mm -hmm. They must have them like that too, right? Well, I know they're making technology where they possibly it's coming out where their charge is going to be even quicker. They've been talking about that for like about six months now, this new charging unit, um, and it would be like 15 minutes. It would be insane. Oh, wow. You well, have Tom, I was going to say, I'm sorry, Bob, but Ford's website says that for every 60 miles, if you were at a charging station, it takes about 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, that's so, not bad. Yeah, if you kind of do the math on that, you're probably looking at, you know, whatever it is, about uh, about 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. To fully well, charge it. Yeah. Most to fully charge 300 miles? If you kind of do the, yeah, well, I guess it'd be about an hour 15, maybe, if yeah, you kind of no do the math. Way. There's no but way. That's, that's what Ford's website says. But the one nice thing about it is that it does force you to not drive those yes. long set because yep. seven hours in a vehicle at one shot you get iron ass at the oh, end of yeah. it man I, I i like stopping at that two and a half hour mark yeah i agree so tom when you got it did they uh did they tell you like did they brush over it because you need a new battery they're not cheap oh no they're very very expensive aren't they yeah um, i mean did you did, aren't they over 10 grand the battery is a, a, a i don't know if it still yeah. is but the early ones were i think you're right and yeah did, you, did I, i'm really curious about this did you Think about getting one that was a hybrid, because there at least you can, uh, you know, switch over to the fuel part of it. No, well, Doug Sprinthal picked this car out for me. He said, I got a car that you're going to want to see, because wherever Doug goes, that's where I'm going to get my car, right? Sure. I did all his years at Walzer because he was there. Now I go to the flagship because that's where Doug is. Plus, the guy who owns the place is a great guy, John, a really nice guy. But um, I just, it was recommended by Doug, so that's good enough for me. That was it. And I well, love that know, car. He knows his vehicles. Yeah. He does. Even though I give him crap and he gives me crap about things. He what? took a shot at me on Facebook about it. I didn't remember what it was. <laughs> well, good. I, uh, you know, about, uh, well, it's so easy, you know, because of, of what you do broadcasting, blah, blah, blah. So I said, you know, I, you're right. And if I was really looking to do something easy, I would just gone into selling cars. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah, so I do. I love Doug. He's uh, And, like you know, it. the best thing about him. And this is why I like him, is his wife, because if she saw something good in him, there must be something good in him. I agree. Am I right, Sarah? You'll get, yeah, you'll get no argument from me. Well, I know a couple of other women like that, too. Let's see, there's this one named Mary. I don't remember her last day. But yeah, I wouldn't have any idea. San, San something, San Sub. Yeah. San Sub. And then there's also the flip side, because Brittany's husband, what a saint. Yeah, I what know. He has to put up well, yeah. with. I know. Uh, I told Tom, Tom was talking about golfing with people, and I was like, oh, if you ever want to golf with Justin, he goes, I don't trust somebody who picked you for their wife. <laughs> well, it's a good call, isn't it? He's not wrong. See? He's not wrong. Well, he was in that hazy mind period of his life. Yeah, right. <laughs> was, the it countdown was happening. Um, hey, Bob, uh, I saw that one of your kiddos won um, 
uh, some mini horse stuff, right? No, it wasn't mini. It was pony. We went down oh, the sorry. Shetland Congress, and that's where why we were in Missouri. And uh, he won a national championship in a. It's called Roadster, where he wears silks. It's all speed. This horse is incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Which horse was it? His, well, his uh, his name is STS Down to the Wire. His nickname he goes by Win, and the kid the horse does win. That's awesome. He, yeah, yeah Shane's a, he's got it, when you're driving. The key is like we're driving in a cart. If you have good hands, and Shane has great hands. By that uh, he knows some horses you have to not go hard on the you know give them a lot of rain, which means you let them you know you just let them do what they do. This horse, the more you pull him back, the faster he goes because that's like uh, putting the pedal. Uh, well, it's like pulling a Jordan Addison, putting a pedal to the metal. And that's the same sort of thing. So, yeah, that was uh, it was fun watching that. He hadn't we hadn't gone to a, a national show in a few years. So Welcome. hopefully he's got the bug again. But he did. He kept complaining. He wanted to come home. Congratulations to you and your family. That's exciting. No, it, it, it is. Uh, it is for him. So, yeah. It's, uh, and then I got to do a quick PSA. If you have a trailer, uh, any kind of trailer, always go through and do a simulated flat tire. And I had everything. I packed my DeWalt drill so that I can get the, uh, the lug nuts off fast. I thought of everything except getting the spare off because the lug nut on that was so deep set, I couldn't get to it. So middle of nowhere in the middle of Iowa, uh, we pulled off and we found it was like a park reserve. So we backed up there and I, I wound up having to call um, the low, not 911, but seeing if a cop could bring it out because I could not get AAA out. And the dispatch, I said, just send them with a, all I needed was, a, you know what a crescent wrench is, right? An adjustable wrench. Mm -hmm. Just send them out with a wrench. The cop shows up. I said, hey, I just need a wrench. I don't have a wrench. And then he called for a tow truck, and the, actually, the dispatcher already did. The guy gets there. I said, I need a crescent wrench. Hands me one. 30 seconds later, the tire's off. And I go, well, you came out. What do I owe you? Well, we have a minimum of 135 bucks. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. Yeah. There you go. And I said, all yeah. you did was hand me a wrench. Yeah, that's like when you bungee jump in Wisconsin Dells. They tell you, hey, uh, the ride up is $50 and the jump is free. So if you get all the way to the top and decide not to do it, they still oh, get their 50 smart. bucks. Well, so. the guy was a good guy, and he wound up, uh, you know, I said, look, I'll give you all the cash I have. I reach in, I had a 50. I said, take the 50. I said, just don't call it in. So the guy took the 50, and I don't know if he was or not. But then he, he then uh, I went up to him and said, you know what? I got to put this into AAA. Do you have something you can give me? And he goes, well, do you have AAA? I showed him my card, and he goes, well, you've got one of the best programs. I'll just put it in and give you your money back. I said, no, you don't have to give me the money back. You know? And he goes, well, 50 bucks is a lot. I said, fine, give me a 20 back because I don't have no cash on me. Sure. Yeah. And he did. He was a great guy, so it worked out. Totally then he crazy. told me a good alternative to AAA. So anyway, I have a question. Where's yes, Woodbine? That's a whole, it's a racing track. Woodbine. It's called Woodbine, but I don't know where it is. is it in Canada, New York. I've heard of it before, but I've I have heard of it no, too. Yeah, but I don't know where it is. I have no idea. And I, there's a reason I'm bringing it up. Actually. Ontario, Toronto. Well, it is in Toronto. Okay. Because hmm. uh, my buddy Dougie Dawson owns a couple of horses, and his horse yesterday won the fifth race at Woodbine. Nice. I mean, that's a pretty big deal, isn't it? I think. I don't know anything well, about horse racing. Yeah, I mean, anytime your horse wins, it's certainly a big deal to you. I don't think it's the Kentucky Derby of Canada. Right, right. But I mean, I, I think, I don't know anything about horse racing, so, but I think that if you win at one of those big venues, that's a pretty big deal. Well, w wait a minute. Did he win the 100,000 Lake Superior Stakes? And does the horse's name Patches O'Houlihan? If right. it is, 
He made some good money. Sounds like something that Doug would do, actually, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Patches of Hula. Patches of Hula. That is a name. Yeah. yeah. Dodgeball. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was a, that's the name of Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know the name of his horse. I, I probably should look it up. It won the fifth race at Woodbine over the weekend. That's all I know. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, let me see what the uh, race track. Let's see. Fifth race. While you're doing that, Bob, good call on the doing the dry run with the family about over the, the flat tire. That's a, that's a great call because, man, uh, my daughter's going to be driving here, and you know, she's got about nine months before she fully gets her driver's license. And teaching your kids how to be able to do stuff like that, that is – how many people on the road right now have no idea how to be able to well, change a flat tire? or It was to teach me to do it because I had everything, you know. I make I, you could use those. Uh, you know, you've got those wheels that uh, you get four different options, and you just to take off a lug nut. Sure. Well, it's so much easier if you just. Zzz, 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 you know what I mean? There's that. What a show you today! Do it that way. Jesus, got phones <laughs> ringing and people talking. Oh, it's people just, just didn't know who was, whose really phone was surreal. that anyway. I have. I don't no know. Idea. Well, it it's, it's, yours, it's yours, Bob. I'm even oh. being interrupted <laughs> while I'm bitching about being interrupted. That's how great the show is now. Um, you know, one of the things that I did with my daughter right away is with every house that we've, we've had is, hey, the first thing you do, this is the main water shutoff because nothing will screw you up worse than water. Yeah. And if a pipe bursts, don't try to put a rag on it or try whatever you do, go downstairs and turn the main water off. And then that way you can fix whatever you need fixed and then turn the main water back on. But there's so many people that have no idea where their main no. water source is in the house. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even know what to do. And, well, but that's why I called it a public service announcement. Yeah, PSA. You know, help out, be a little helpful. Mm-hmm. And I had all the people, I posted something on Facebook, a number of people who coming up with all their bright ideas. Yeah, I, these are things I thought of and dealt with. None of them helped me at midnight oh. on a desolate road. <laughs> sure. You know, in, in Bullfluck. Was Shane Iowa. in the car then, too? Shane was having a great time. He thought it was funny. <laughs> You know, he was having a great all time, and it was he, there were like lights in the woods because it was some sort of a, res, a preserve, and uh, he was a little nervous. He said, "What if there's bears?" And I said, "We'll throw the wrench at them. How was, about that?" Yeah, maybe they'll have the tool we need. Yeah, yeah, maybe they could ask. Maybe, they're strong. Maybe we can get coax one of the bears to like twist it off. We'll tell them there's honey at the end in, on the inside. So anyway, all right, I've done enough uh, silliness, and you've got the well because you, I'm stopping the grace, the greatest whatever was when it comes to Hollywood reports. What? Not now. What's her? She's not on no, yet. What no. do we do? What happened over the weekend? Doesn't she come on at seven thirty-five? No. Brain malfunction. Oh, no. you changed her time. You changed her time. Well, no, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> Jesus. We'll, we'll keep you in the loop. <laughs> I'm in no loop. What that's a for day. Sure. What a day. Did you guys drink a lot over the weekend? Is that what it was? No, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not, too. I'm thinking of starting. I figured it's time. (laughs) You think we'll ever get back to me finding out who won the fifth race at Woodbine, or are we going to talk about other shit? I took a quick look, and I could not find... uh, Yeah, you're a disaster. Okay, fine. Let me... uh, You think they have the exact deal and tell you which ones it was. I looked, and I have no idea how to read any of this. It's just numbers. Get Gelfin on the phone. I'm sure he's up. That's true. Yeah, that is true. He could tell us. All right, Sandy, what else has happened? Anything good? Well, I mean, there's a lot happening in the world, but in terms of local sports, that uh, that, that should cover it. The, the Neil Hunter thing is a big deal, and it's, it'll take your mind off of the Twins for a nanosecond. Yeah, that's true. Very good point. All right, Sandy, well, we'll talk I, to you tomorrow. Or, I live for, I mean, no, Friday. No, Friday. Yep. Oh, you almost said Sunday. <laughs> my my, my day is all screwed up. All right, we'll see you.
I'll see you later. Bob Sansford, ladies and gentlemen. No, there, I've, I actually asked a psychologist about this once. Why are there certain days when nothing ever lines up that people are all over the map? And, and he told me, but I forgot what, it, what causes it. But it does happen a lot that people are very, get very scattered all on the same day, and there's a reason for it, but I can't remember why. must be a position of the moon or something. Interesting. Someone's got a case of the Mondays. Yeah, both of you, believe me. Yeah, we're the cranky ones. <laughs> I'm not cranky at all. I just try to get a word in on my own show, but, you know, it's, uh, it's all I'm asking. No big deal. Paint the town silver is what I found is the w winner of the fifth race. At Woodbine. At Woodbine. I don't know where. It doesn't say who the owner is or anything. Oh, no big deal. But I just, Dougie Dawson's one of my favorite people. And he's a great guy. And I just want to get in on it quickly. No, no big deal. Um, do you think the 15 things, we, we only got about four minutes left here. Are the 15 things too much to get in in four minutes? You've looked at it. I have not. I, hands down, think we can knock that one out in four minutes. Okay, that's what we'll do then. Because we got a bunch of people coming up in the next segment. No question about that. Uh, the Get Off My Lawn memes poke fun at how old folks complain about everything. Old folks? Mm -hmm. How about everybody complains about everything? There you go. That is a fact, man. Everybody loves to complain. But it isn't just the uh, boomers. There are plenty of 7th graders who are sick of putting up with 6th grade BS. People online are talking about things that, they're, that, that are uh, getting too old to deal with. You could probably relate to a few, no matter how old you are. Arguing with other people. Well, that's all people do is argue with other people now, correct? I do think there is a kickback right now going on where people just don't want to argue. Good. I don't want to engage in a Facebook fight. I have no interest. I will not. You see, that's the problem because I don't go on social media. I don't know that that happens. But it, it does hap happen out in the street, too. People are always arguing about something. Yeah. Well, I told you that one guy. He asked me about my political views. And I said, oh, I'm not really a Democrat and I'm not really a Republican. I'm just kind of middling. And he went, oh, you're one of those. So no matter what I said... He was going to tell me I was wrong. Yeah. That's just how people are now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why, but uh, arguing with other people, one person said it makes me think of Keanu Reeves. He uh, once said he protects his uh, peace by refusing to argue with anyone about anything. I agree with Keanu Reeves. Don't even argue with people. There's no reason for it because you can't win anyway. Yeah. Nobody's looking to have their mind changed. So it's like, what are we doing here? He said, one plus one equals five. You're right. Have fun. Check you later. <laughs> I love that. Uh, concerts without assigned seating. I didn't know they still had concerts with general seating. Oh, yeah. First half. Really? Oh, first half has no, well, first half there's no seating, but like. Yeah, there's no seating. The palace, they have half of it is just uh, freestanding and half of it is assigned seating. I did not know that. I, I don't know. Because there used to be like people getting trampled at general seating. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Lack of sleep, also sleeping on an air mattress, caring about people who don't care about you, uh, sitting on the floor. Oh, you don't want to sit on the floor ever? <laughs> who cares about this stuff? Uh, keeping up with new slang, not, not some good. Keeping up with music, no. Uh, waiting in line, well, you got to. Camping on the ground, convincing people not to do dumb stuff. Chasing after people and being the only one to put in the work for relationships with family and friends. Like if I ask you to hang out a few times and you're always busy, uh, come find me. Phones work both ways. Well, if they don't want to hang out with you, why do you care? Yeah. That makes no sense to me. It is true. Once you like, I always find myself wanting to say yes to new friends to make sure like you set it up nicely because otherwise yeah. they'll like never ask you again. And so I'm always like, yes, we can make this work. Get in the car, Justin. 
There you have it. Negativity and internet bickering. I'm not involved in that at all. You just brought it up, the fact that it's social media in general, basically. Yeah. And finally, other people's drama also, quote, people in general. Oh. So, I mean, that, that is just, people just don't want to get along right now, and I don't know why that is, because I'm very lucky. I get great stuff that happens to me all the time, whether it's intentional or not. Like I said, the fact that I got to see my aunt one more time before she died, and it was just a total coincidence. Yeah. I'm very, very, very grateful for that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was a good move. I mean, it just, but it was nobody's move. It just kind of happened. Yeah, but I mean, like, that was, yeah, that was very, like, wonderful. let's go out of our way on this drive home and go see my great aunt. That's amazing. It was my aunt. It wasn't my great aunt. I'm sorry, your aunt. Don't start with me now. I thought she was awesome. That's why I say great. No, aunt. my great aunt would be about 140. That's, that's, that's the big difference. Sorry, there. I thought you were younger than you are. My bad. Yeah, believe me, I don't act like it. There's no question about it. We can take a break here, ladies and gentlemen. Stream the Tom Bernard Show on the app or on the website and listen for at least one hour a day to be entered to win a pair of tickets to Pink and Pat Benatar in concert at Target Field on August 10th. Listen to our show on the stream for an hour each day and win. Tickets are compliments of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. We shall take a break. Be right back. Very, very special guest coming up next. Kristen Bird also coming up in a bit. Looking forward to that. Matter of fact, Kristen Bird will be up next on our special guest at the top of the hour, so that's good. I like it. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel, trailers, and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around, see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The up to five grand off sale event ends July 31st today. So you're in the middle of a kitchen update and you can't tell if that's a faucet stem or a flange. With the Home Depot app, doing doesn't miss a beat. It'll find what you need in a snap, and it'll show you how to find it in store with a tap. Or get it delivered free. For doing that doesn't stop, download the Home Depot app. It's made for doing. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze. With clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more, our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down, By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. 
Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to MNFatLoss.com. If you're interested in losing weight, I highly recommend the MN Fat Loss Program. I started the program earlier this year. I've lost 28 pounds. Honestly, it's been easy. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mn fatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, DC. Results may vary. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen, oh, you got Hannah. Who is Hannah? No, I was talking about talking about something to a friend of mine just now about something. Hannah works with Chris Eggert on Channel 5's Eyewitness News. She's uh, taking a have a having a baby leave, and I think she's coming back in like a week. I think somewhere like that. Yeah. And then your kitty showed up today. London. London. Bust through. She's like, oh, I'm gonna hear Tom. She loves your voice. She's a good kitten. That's all I have to say. <laughs> she's a sweet girl. It's all true. So Emily. What's the, you, oh, did, Emily, you can put your headphones on. Unless you don't want to use headphones. <laughs> no, I can use them. I mean, you don't have to because, you know, right. if, if, if you. Am I supposed to hear something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I telling you, this is one up. hell of a day we're what having. What is happening? Jesus. I heard the other segment. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God, we changed the subject about five times in that first half hour. Now we can't get this to work. And, and then a phone a, rang. And, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And can't get the stream yard to come up. I don't know what the hell's going on. But there are days, and I'm not kidding you, and I can't remember what they're called, but there are days when no one pays attention. And I mean no one. Well, Tom, Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, that's you? exactly. There you go. Mercury's in retrograde, everybody. My crystals have been telling me all day that I wouldn't it, doubt it's it. really starting to throw off my equilibrium. <laughs> it's re- Mercury. It's retrograde. <laughs> I actually think that StreamYard did an update over the weekend because I had an issue getting on and I logged off and 
fixed it and then came back on. Well, you know what you should do then? If that's going to happen, you should show up a little early and make sure it doesn't happen. I Remember did. those days? That's what I'm saying. You did the right thing. I did. I troubleshot. I like troubleshot. I've never heard that. Troubleshot. Troubleshooting the situation. Got it fixed. Came back on. And here we are. You should see Brittany. She's working her ass off trying to get it to work. And I'm telling you, it's magnificent. Show prep are two words that are never used in this building. I t- I'll tell you that. There's no Shots doubt about fire. that. Well, it's true. Christ. I mean, holy Nothing buckets. has worked so far. Wow. It all works out in the end. I'm a very happy man about it. It yeah, gives me obviously. something to talk about. Yeah, there you go. Well, it does. I'm just telling you. It, it is the way it is. So Emily and I work together. Well, I can't, do I work for you? Um. I guess I work for you. Oh, how is that? Well, because <laughs> it's my job to... To make sure it works out. Yeah, to fix you. <laughs> Does it, is it working? It's working great. No <laughs> did, did she do it? Did she fix you? <laughs> yeah, apparently it, it got all taken care of. But Emily, Kristen, Bert, and I have worked together how many years now? 11 years? Um, 2012, yeah, 11 years. 11 years I've worked with her. And I've never met her in person. I never even saw her until about uh, six months this ago. This year. <laughs> I had no idea what she looked like. I had no clue. You did. I have my profile photo up. On, I don't ever like, look at that stuff. You made comments in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk to Emily about uh, one of the things that we're doing together, Twin Cities Premier Health. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But Kristen Burt's Hollywood. Is it a Hollywood report? It is the Hollywood Report. We are still here and alive, despite the fact that we are deep into a strike. And, you know, everyone's starting to kind of feel the the economic effects of this strike. Yeah. I went over the weekend and, and was with a WGA writer and a couple of SAG people and a couple of um, Producers Guild people. And everyone is saying not only are they feeling it in their household, how, and they're also seeing that a lot of the service industry is starting to feel it restaurants and um, even even things like beauty services, all of those things that you just use as extras in your household, people are cutting back because nobody's working right now. God, isn't that, do, do they know per day, per week, how much money is being lost? You know, originally it was like $30 million a day in Los Angeles oh, alone God. when the writer's strike was happening. I can't imagine what it looks like now in terms of numbers because we are talking about the fact, had they settled it long ago, we would be up and running. We'd be thinking about the fall projects. And now studios are starting to pull things from the movie theater for fall. They're saying if SAG is not going to be available, all the actors are not available to promote the movies, we're holding off until 2024 when this strike is settled. And I'm thinking, hey, studios, you're the reason that this strike is still happening. Right. So it's a really strange sort of stalemate. And SAG and Writers Guild have both said, hey, we are open to negotiations. We are ready to go back to the table. And the AMPTP has not made any overtures at all. Kristen, let me ask you something, because I read something this weekend that was very interesting about the writer strike. And one of the things that it made me kind of look at it different, because what's happening is the writers and the actors are saying, hey, we need more money. We need this. We need that. Meanwhile, the studios and the streaming services like Netflix don't release a lot of the numbers that 
that they have when it comes to streaming, when it comes to downloads, how much money is coming in, how much money is going out. But in these nego- uh, negotiations, they're going to have to release some of that stuff. And if they release some of that information, then people are going to find out that they don't make as much money as we think they do, that their download numbers and their streaming numbers are not as big as what we think they are. Then their stock prices are going to plummet because of that. And they don't want to lose what they already have. So that's why they're not releasing any of this information. They're almost, in a way, protecting writers and actors by saying, hey, if you make us disclose any of this information, now all of a sudden there's not going to be these resources like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime anymore. So we're kind of doing you a favor by holding out and making you take a little bit less. Is, does that feel like maybe that could be one of the reasons why this hasn't been resolved yet? So I, I'd actually say some of that because... I. I not releasing the numbers, a lot of us have been speculating that there's really only like 10 really successful shows out there, like your Stranger Things and things like that, those really epic shows that everybody watches across the board. And that by not releasing the numbers, they don't they reveal how little people watch or maybe they watch like like Tom does five minutes and then they completely drop out. Mm -hmm. And but the other thing is a lot of these streamers have introduced advertising dollars into their different tiers of subscriptions. They don't want the advertisers to pay less because that has been their dedicated source of income. And. I think, you know, some of it goes, yeah, maybe they're protecting the writers and the actors in some way by saying, hey, we don't want to like expose you to the fact that nobody's making any money. But really what it does, it loops us all back up to the top, to these CEOs. If the streamers aren't making all of these monies, then why are the CEOs making hundreds of millions of dollars in all of this? Sure. Because that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Yeah, I could, I could see that. It, it just, I'm telling you. Streaming is, though, going to destroy the... Uh, well, these guys were talking this morning. I have not seen I wouldn't even think of seeing it. But I guess Oppenheimer's terrible. It's... You know, I have a lot of friends that really enjoyed it. I, it's oh, okay. too long for me. I'm going to wait until I get my SAG screener to go and watch it. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch it from my house, not in the movie theater. Um, it did extremely well this weekend. It earned, you know, another $46 million at the box office. Mm-hmm. It is extending its run into IMAX for another two weeks because it's been sold out in those theaters. And, you know, and of course with Barbie, Barbie was another like $93 million weekend. Mm-hmm. Those are the two movies. They're original stories and the audience is, is, you know, making it known that, hey, we want original stories and they're showing it with their box office dollars. You haven't seen the uh, the proof of this yet, but they're claiming there's one huge mistake in Oppenheimer. Do you guys know what that is? There's a big, it's either a lie or a mistake. Oh, yeah, made. I just read about this. There was something about the timeline that not existing. Oh, okay. In, it was like one of those weird oversights that they were actually really surprised by. Oh, God, what was it? Uh, I, I, I would tell you because I saw it this weekend, but I fell asleep like three times. Yeah. The only oh, time, no. The only time it woke <laughs> me up is when they actually detonated the bomb because I saw it in IMAX, and it blew my goddamn shorts off. It sounds amazing when you see it in that theater, but mm-hmm. the rest of the time it's outside of them blowing up the bomb, and it's just three hours of white dudes all screaming at each other in a conference room. I'm like, okay, I can watch this at home. I don't need to see this on a giant screen. Like... It just felt like there was so much to take in, and I don't know. Somebody had told me when we were walking out, a guy goes, there's a documentary on Oppenheimer. I think it's on Netflix. It's an hour 45, and it gives you everything you need without all of the extra fancy, you know, cinematic shots. And the, just get the information the and move on. Yeah, it's just so much. Ugh. 
No well, and thanks. that's my problem with Christopher Nolan films. And we had this discussion on The Family on Tuesday. I just said, I find his movies just not to be my jam. It's too much. And then the payoff is in the last 20 minutes. And I'm like, why was I sitting here for two and a half hours yeah. when the payoff is, you know, only a 20 minute section? So, uh, but, you know, Tim is a huge Christopher Nolan fan. And Tim was like, this is fantastic. And he thought it was really well done. Mm. So, you know, it's just, I think, a matter of like, is Christopher Nolan your type of filmmaker or not? He's not mine. Uh, the big mistake everyone was talking about was the American flag that had 50 stars ahead oh. of only had 48 <laughs> stars at the time. Oh, sure. And everyone was very up in arms about that. Yeah. Someone was not paying attention on their details. But that's their job. That's what I don't understand about that. It happens, you know, that's why when you look at these like true to life stories, you know, things that are adapted for the screen, mm -hmm. there are always things that have been like Hollywoodized. And that's why I always like, oftentimes there is a companion documentary or a book. And I always like to read that because then you go, okay, this is the real story of how it unfolded. Yeah, I just, I saw that all weekend and I didn't check out to see because I wanted to find out on the show what the big mistake was. But that doesn't surprise me that Somebody wouldn't take the... They probably don't even know how many stars are on the flag. They have no idea. How many states are there? They probably don't know what the last state in the union was. No, so. they don't. I'm sure they... I, people just don't pay attention to that kind of stuff, unfortunately. But uh, getting back to streaming, there is a show, I believe... I think it's on Netflix, I think. Maybe it's on Prime Video. It's called Deadlock, L-O-C-H. It's, uh, it's a show from New Zealand. And you know, I like... Tough, strong women. I just love them. This whole show is nothing but a bunch of tough, strong women. And there's one, and you'd recognize her. Her name is Madeline. I can't remember what her name is. She uses the C word and the F word about every other sentence. Oh, not every other sentence, about twice per sentence. She's not very big. She's a, a police, well, she's, I think, like a sergeant or a captain or something on the police force. And all she does is rail on people using the filthiest words she can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> it's really something else. It's a damn good show. It's very well done. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I want to watch. It, the good acting, good entertaining, really, really good writing. Do, do you think the writing in, in television and streaming now is a lot better than movie writing? Oh, definitely, because oh, they're telling so, original yeah. stories that yeah. we're not seeing on the big screen. We're seeing just franchises, sequels, reboots, that type of thing. We're on TV. We're hearing stories that we would never have heard 10, 15 years ago. And I think that's why streaming has had its golden age. But, mm -hmm. of course, the studios were dumping so much money and maybe not earning that money back has been the issue. Because they got caught up in things like Emmys and Golden Globes oh, and, yeah. you know, SAG Awards. So yeah. you get caught up in the, in the prestige. You get prestige television. Boy, I tell you, you throw in... Uh... You know, the new Justified is terrific. There's a lot of really good streaming. I just don't know why I'd go to the theater for three hours to watch something when there's so many great things to watch on streaming. Well, and everyone's rediscovering Suits. Suits is a show. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been really amazing to watch it. It's um, broken records on Nielsen ratings. It, it went from, um, it was originally a USA Network TV show, moved to Peacock because, of course, that's owned by NBC Universal. Mm -hmm. But when it wound up on Netflix over, I think it launched June 17th there, people started watching it. And I'm sure some people watched it because Meghan Markle, this was her last oh, acting right. role. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, she did eight of the nine seasons before she married Prince Harry. But people are rediscovering it. They're seeing huge numbers for it that there's already talk of 
possibly reviving the series. Uh, they already are like, well, we know Meghan Markle's out, but the rest of the cast is interested, but they are astonished at the numbers. So um, it is proving that the power of Netflix still is there because people aren't discovering it on Peacock. Yeah, They're discovering it on Netflix. It kind of shows that Netflix is, is the one streaming network that almost every household has. Isn't that amazing, the job that that, that man did? I'm, I'm assuming it's still the same man that owns Netflix, but the delivery service of the discs at first, or actually it was video or audio and videotapes at first, and then it became discs, and then he moved into, I mean, he, that guy is very, very smart. Yeah, Ted Sarandos. Ted Sarandos, there you go. Yeah, and, and I kind of, I do miss those red envelopes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was traveling a lot. <laughs> I would like yeah. dump one off in one city sure. after watching it on the plane, and I know when I arrived home, there were other, you know, DVDs waiting for me. It was great. No, it is. It's magnificent. I, I, you know, Catherine and I were hanging out with the grandkids and the kids all weekend long, and we just kind of sat down on the last night on a Sunday night, and we could have watched, there were five, ten shows we could have watched. Didn't have time to do it, obviously, but it's really nice to have television that's, that's that good. It is, and, and this fall we will be catching up on our cues and things that we've been dying to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Between movies and TV, it's going to be a little bit of a content uh, val- desert, I would say. And uh, it's it's going to be a little tough. But, you know, once they get back up and shooting, and I think everyone's kind of using the holidays, like the strikes will be settled before the holidays, hopefully sooner than that. But by January, we will start seeing new content trickling in. I'm hoping. All right, sister. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.